0: Good evening. good evening. I greet you all this night, this holy night as we enter into the season of Advent, a season of preparation, a season of change as we prepare to receive Jesus Christ who has come among us this season. So good to see you all here tonight and on this special night for us as we continue the tradition of honoring loved ones and, and memories. And just a couple of announcements to, to bring us together. Coming up next Sunday is our white gift Sunday. So we gather for Christmas cheer. So if you're able to bring something, that is wonderful. Um, Church council updates. It is hoped that our electrical work upgrades to the church will begin this week, we hope. And so you'll see construction happening here at the church. Um, But we will do our best to work around each other as as it needs to be. Bible study will continue on Tuesday morning, only instead of meeting at the church, because there may be work happening here and there's still no heat on that side of the building. Um, Bible study will meet in my office behind the manse, 553 Main Street. And next Sunday evening, our prayer meetings will continue as we gather for prayer with other churches to pray for our communities and to pray for the needs uh, that we can address. If uh, also, this goes out by email, the announcements, but for those of you who don't have email or are unable to get our emails, um, there are a few copies of just a little half page of the bulletin and announcements for you to pick up at the back of the church if you desire, or to deliver to someone else who may not be able to get them. Any, Any other announcements to share today? Yes, that's a a great idea. There's extra people in the choir, in case you hadn't noticed. (laughs) We want to thank members of the Cape Breton Chorale who came in tonight to help supplement our music, and we are very appreciative of their gift of music tonight. So thank you so much for coming. Let's just take a moment now to quiet our hearts as we prepare to worship our God. to invite our candle lighters to come forward.
1: Lighting a candle in the darkness helps us find our way. In darkness, we lose direction. We cannot see where we have been or where we are going. A single candle flickering brightly helps us find our way again. Stir up your might and come save us. Restore us, O God. Let your face shine that we may be saved.
2: Light one candle, see it glow brightly so that all may know how one candle shows the way, making our darkness bright as God's day.
1: Restore us, O God, let your face shine that we may be saved.
0: Let's pray together. Dear God, on this first Sunday of that, let this light shine brightly as the days you so that we will be ready for your face to shine upon us at christmas in the savior's name we pray continue standing and sing, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Let us pray. Holy God, we humbly step into your presence tonight as we gather in this holy place. We come to honor loved ones who have gone to be with you. And we also come as a response to the longing we have to know you more. As we await the birth of the Christ child, may we be blessed as your children in this time of worship and praise. Amen. Let's sing together, People Look East.
1: scripture reading is from a select readings from the book of Habakkuk. The oracle at Habakkuk the, the prophet saw, O Lord, how long shall I cry for help, and will you not hear, or cry to you, violence, and you will not save? Why do you make me see iniquity, and why do you hardly look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me. Strife and contention arise. So the law is paralyzed, and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous, so justice goes forth perverted. Look among the nations and see, wonder and be astounded. For I am doing work in your days that you would not believe if told. For behold, I am raising up the children that bitter and hasty nation who march through the breadth of the earth to seize dwellings not their own. They are dreaded and fearsome. Their justice and dignity go forth from themselves. I will take my stand and my watchpost and station myself on the tower and look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint.
0: Let us pray. Lord, we gather this night to come and be blessed, to watch, to wait, to remember. We come for many reasons this night, O oh God. We thank you for the gift of each other, and we give thank, you, and thank you for the gift of light and life you bring. And so, Lord, as we gather around your word this night, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight. You who are our rock, our strength, and our redeemer. Amen. Now, when Paul came up and said we're reading from the book of Habakkuk, probably some of you thought, well, what is a Habakkuk? It's kind of an odd book, really, to be starting the season of Advent. How many of us can quickly find habakkuk in the bible it's in there somewhere towards the end of the new old testament and we skipped through it rather quickly tonight we had verses read from chapters one two and three all together tonight now the prophet habakkuk lived sometime in the sixth century before the birth of christ a time when the babylonians were the dominant nation the dominant power in the region and they're making threats towards the hebrew people it's a tense time for the people a, a time of uncertainty a, a time of fear they have seen what the babylonians did to this, the assyrians who were the dominant nation before the babylonians and now the hebrew people are wondering if they might be next to suffer under the hands of the babylonians Now, the world has changed, obviously, in the last 2,700 years since the prophet wrote these words. But by how much? We live in a time of uncertainty. It feels tense. There may be even a bit of fear that we experience as we watch the news and, and see how our world is a battleground. as It's being fought over by powerful corporations and nations and billionaires. Our reading tonight began with the words, Lord, how long? How long must we live like this? How much longer will we be crying for help before you come to rescue us? The world is full of evil people and nations and taking what's not theirs and justice is manipulated for their own gain. In a nutshell, that's what we heard from Habakkuk in chapter 1. Not exactly a happy beginning to start Advent. But we can feel it, can't we? We can feel the pain of the world, of the people. Can we empathize with Habakkuk? Do we sense what those people are going through in those days, those uncertain days? But then we turn to chapter two, and Habakkuk takes on a bit of a different tone. After all of his cries of, how long? In chapter two, Habakkuk says, okay, okay. I will watch, and I will listen. And the Lord answers them in those prayers. The Lord says, the vision is coming. Wait for it, it's coming, I promise. My righteous people shall live by faith. And then in chapter 3, we get Habakkuk's response to God's promise. He says, even though all appears lost, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes, my, he makes me tread on my high places. You see, the Lord's word brings hope. That even when all seems lost, God's promise is coming. Have faith, take heart, be strong. I am with you, is his promise. This month leading up to Christmas can be a long and lonely month for many people. We've had many donations made tonight in memory of people we miss. Some of us are alone, and those long, cold, dark nights don't help at all. And in those cold, long, dark nights, we turn on the news, and we hear more bad news, more shootings, more war, more poverty, more homelessness, more hunger, more, more, more. Just seems like it never stops. And we lose our way a bit. Last winter, one of the headlights in my car blew out, so I went to Canadian Tire, picked up a new one, popped out the old, popped in the new one, and made my way to Sydney. It was getting just about dusk when I left left North Sydney for Sydney. On my way home, it was well after dark, and as I was driving down the 125, the divided highway, cars on the other side were flashing their high beams at me as I was driving home. And I was, you know, how you kind of flash when they forgot to turn their high beams off. My only problem is my high beams were not on. So in my head I'm thinking, well, what's their problem? I came home and I didn't think much more of it. A few nights later I'm driving back from Sydney, same time. Cars are flashing the high beams at me. I'm thinking, hmm, well, I wonder if there's something wrong with my new headlight. It was after dark so I parked in the driveway and I got it and looked. And so somehow when I put the new bulb in I twisted it a bit. So, my headlight's pointing off this way. <laughs> Into the coming lanes. So, even though my high beams were off, cars coming the other way got a good eyeful of headlight. So, realizing this, I twisted it back, and now it's pointing nice and straight, firmly down the road where we can see where we're going. Right direction, focused on the right direction. Both headlights pointing down the highway so we can safely see the road ahead of us. You know, the world seems kind of dark right now. Even more so for missing loved ones at this time of year. And in those moments, we can sometimes lose our sight. We feel a bit lost in the darkness, without a sure way forward. We sometimes feel like we're going in the general right direction, but we have no idea what's coming at us. We're here tonight because we want to remember and honor loved ones with our memorial tree, which we'll light soon. And we're in a season that tells us to be joyful and happy all the time. While in reality, no one can maintain that kind of emotional load. Not not to mention, if you're carrying that load with an empty chair at a table that used to hold a loved one. Someone you love so dearly. Habakkuk tells us it's okay to be uncertain. It's okay to ask God, to cry out to Him, How long? Or, Why, Lord, why? There have been times... This is my 13th Christmas here, at Carmen. And there have been times in this period, over these years, where I have felt the same way. Why, Lord, why? How long, O oh Lord? There have been times when I've come into the church to pray and been literally on the floor in tears, asking God... To make things right. To fix what I perceive to be a wrong. That I perceive to be broken. To take the burden that I feel like I'm carrying. And bring healing to the ones I love and care for. And God responds, wait. Just like he said to Habakkuk, wait, it will surely come. Now maybe that's not what I want to hear in response to my prayers. I want to hear God say, all done, fixed, we're good to go. But at the same time, when God says, wait, there's reassurance. There's hope. There's hope in hearing God say, wait. Why? Because our God is not a God of empty promises. God responds to our pain in love and in mercy. And he works to bring healing to our lives, yet sometimes we still need to wait. The Hebrew people, they had to wait. Before that, Moses waited. So did Noah. So did Abraham. So did Job. So did King David. They waited time and time again. God's people waited. And he responded. At a time that he chose, he responded and brought healing and hope to the people. And God will respond again and again and again. But only now, for us, it's personal. It's personal because God sent his son to walk with us in our times of trial. He sent His Son to show us the depth of His love, His Son who gave His life for our own, for our pain, for our sin, for His one and only Son. He sent His Son to show us the way. It is His Son we're preparing to to receive in the season of Advent, by remembering the circumstances of His birth. To a young couple, a a virgin for a mother, in the middle of nowhere, under complicated social circumstances. Yet heaven rejoiced at his birth. People came from near and far to see him and celebrate his coming. Because he is the savior of the world. He is the one who will make all things right. He is the one who lived, who died and lives again. He is the one who will return to this earth one day and make all things new he is the one who has come for you he has come for you so that you may know you're his father your father your heavenly father for all of eternity he is jesus christ our lord so as we prepare i don't want to panic you but we're preparing to celebrate his birth in 28 days so let us prepare our hearts our homes and all of our lives to receive everything he has to offer us, hope, peace, joy, and love, all from our Father in heaven. And may we do it knowing God is with us each and every step of the way, through the good times, through the bad times. He is with us through it all. May we go in the hope and the knowledge and the reassurance that his promises are true. Even when we wait, God walks with us. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs> Let us sing together the first Noel. <laughs> This time I invite Pat to come up and light our memorial tree. Let us join our hearts in a time of prayer. Lord again we thank you. We thank you for the gift that you have given to us. The gift of life. The gift of love. Of peace and joy. And hope. Lord we thank you for the many blessings we share in our lives. For our churches. For our families for our homes and our communities. But Lord, at this time of year, we often feel there's something missing. And so Lord, tonight we come and we honor, we remember, and we give to you those pains that we carry, those that we miss, those who we love. Lord, We don't always understand what is going on in this world. But we trust in you. We trust that you are leading, that you are guiding us, that you are walking with us. That even when there seems chaos and destruction all around us, Lord, we seek your peace. We seek your hope, your love, and your joy. Help us to carry our burdens, O God as you have promised to help us carry through Jesus Christ. Lord, we lift up the many, many problems of this world. Too many to mention, too much pain to carry. And we ask for your healing to come to those who need it most. Lord, we remember this night We remember this night, the many, many that we have lost and loved. And we ask for strength to carry on. We ask courage to face those days when we just don't want to get out of bed. And we ask for you to walk with us side by side, shining the light before us on the path that we choose to follow by following you, the path you lay out as our guide in this world. Bless us, O God, this night. Bless us as we prepare our hearts and our homes to receive the child born in a manger. Be with us, O God. Be with us, Lord Jesus, we pray, as we pray what he has taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name As we respond to the gifts that God has given to us, we give back to God a portion of that blessing to him. Our offering will now be received. us pray. Lord, we gather tonight offering the gifts that you have blessed us with in return for your service, to your service that they may go forward and bless those around us through the work of your church. Take this offering, O God, and magnify it for your glory. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. just want to say thank you again. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah just want to say thank you again to members of the crowd who have joined us and blessed us tonight with music. It's been such a great evening, and if you hear a full choir again for the first time in a while, so you guys can have a seat. As we prepare to take leave of this place, may we go with the joy of the Lord with us always. May we go in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, in each and every one of us, now and forever. Amen. Let's sing together joy to the world.